everybody, what's going on? It's John the Joe, and uh, welcome to another podcast. Uh, special thanks to the Anchor app for hooking us up, letting us get out there on a uh, free platform, because, you know, what's better than uh, not paying to do the things you love? America. Am I right? Speaking of things that I love. Today I want to talk about basketball, and, uh, you know, I've been officiating high school and middle school basketball now for about three years, coming up on the end of the third season, and uh, I'm having a blast doing it. I'm, I'm getting some really good games as of late, uh, not to toot my own horn, but getting some really good games, some competitive games, and, you know, there's not much more you can ask for. Um, so, so I'm kind of at a little loss for words right now. I just left the game, um, not a game I was officiating, but there was an incident, uh, and they actually ended up taking the kid out in an ambulance just now, and, uh, it was about 30 seconds after I decided that I was going to do a podcast for you on the drive back. So, uh, you know thoughts and prayers to him and the family. Uh, he's going to be all right. Gave us a nice little thumbs up as they put him on the stretcher. So, uh, nice thought from a, a kid on a pretty good middle school team. Um, yeah. So now, now I'm just, uh, driving back to the house, you know, Super Bowl Sunday tomorrow. You know, so let's, Let's give them some credit tomorrow. I I really hate to say that. Honestly, I don't know a thing about football. So those officials will know a lot more than me about the game. And there's my windshield wiper. Scraping away at the window. That's uh, the trouble of doing your podcast in a car. But, you know, it's what keeps me sane. So anyway, I want to talk about officiating like I've been saying we'll see how it goes. I was thinking about, in the future, starting a podcast, a second podcast, uh, where we talk to officials about officiating and, you know, weird situations that they're getting in in games, you know, some of the good games that they're getting, and, you know, just really highlight some of these guys that have some really good, really cool careers in officiating, and maybe use it as a platform to get some younger guys and girls into, into officiating. Because, honestly, I thought it was going to be a nightmare and that I wasn't going to enjoy it. And I, I think now, I wish I had started earlier than I did. And most guys will actually tell you that. I'm a young guy. Most people ask, you know, when they're in the locker room, the varsity guys will say when they meet me for the first time, you know, you're young. How old are you? When I say 25, they're like, I wish I started when I was your age. And I'm like, I wish I started when I was 20 instead of 22. Like, you know, the only problem with that, and uh, I, I think a lot of people kind of know where I'm going with that, I, I look way younger than most of the officials that are out there officiating these games. Um, now, I say most of them. I know I'm not the youngest guy out there doing it. I know I'm not the youngest one on our board, which is like the guys that do our area. But, you know, uh this year's been like a weird year 
a lot of people are, I don't know if maybe, maybe it's just that we didn't report them as much before, but it seems like there's a lot of technical fouls coming in this year. We heard all about it in our meeting the other night. Uh, it sounded like, you know, the technical foul numbers are high, and it feels that way too. Uh, almost every week, either me or my partner has called the technical foul. And, I mean, we're doing 10 games a week, so, uh, you know, we can kind of see that. Wow. I'm, drive I'm driving by Bradley International Airport right now. I'm literally at the end of the runway, and the only way I know that is I can see the light flashing through the fog. It is super foggy. Um, I mean, it's like I'm – I stopped talking for a hot second there because it was hard – tell where, you know, I'm headed. I can kind of see, you know, you can't see the cars, but you can see the headlights. It's it's 845 at night. You can see the headlights as they start to make their way through the fog. Um, but, you know, nice and slow, especially because I'm trying to podcast with you guys. So, anyway, I guess, guess now, now I want to, I, I don't know. I didn't really plan this out, so I'm just going to kind of go wherever I want to go. Um, the one thing that I did want to talk about is pregame ritual. So when I was a player, uh, me and my high school team, we had a ritual. Uh, I'm sure most college teams have a ritual. Uh, I, I made the poor decision of not trying to play basketball in college. Uh, I went to a D1 school. Uh, I wasn't. I definitely wasn't D1 level, but I, I made a huge mistake there. I should have gone to coach and said, I'd love to do something for the team, whether it's practice, squad, you know, keep stats, whatever. Stay with the sport, you know, especially if it's a sport you like. I'm not even just talking about basketball. I'm talking about soccer, golf, like badminton, uh, croquet. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever sport you want to play, I'm talking about it. I'm not just talking about basketball. That being said, I'm talking about basketball. Uh, yeah. So, let's talk pregame ritual just for a hot minute. Email your pregame rituals to johnthejoeentertainment at gmail.com. I want to know what they are. So, if you're an official or a player, and you have an interesting pregame ritual, send it my way. All right. Now I'll talk about what my pregame ritual is. And I think it's an interesting one. Some people might think it's a little crazy, uh, but, you know, it's it's what I do. It's my pregame ritual. So I I leave work generally an hour before the start of the game, which means I'm going to drive for 30 minutes probably to a school, and then I'm going to get 30 minutes to change at said school. That's the, that's the theory. In reality, that gives me 15 minutes to change and 15 minutes to be on the court looking at, you know, the players as they're warming up and, you know, seeing what they tend to do, like catch the ball, do they travel right away, you know, little things that I'm looking at. Um, you know, who who's the shooter, you know, things that coaches might look at too, 
like as far as what are the players known for, but really I'm looking for like little stupid things. Do they carry the ball? Things like that. Um, things that I'm supposed to be blowing the whistle for. Those are the things I want to know the most about. So, uh, yeah. Anyway, back to back to work. So I'll leave. I'll leave work. Uh, leave my shop. And we'll, uh, I'll, I'll get in the car. First thing I do is I set the GPS. I only set the GPS if I've never been to the school before. If I've been to the school before, I know how to get there nine times out of ten. There's two schools that I think I've been to before that I continue to use the GPS for. And that is, uh, I don't want to say them, uh, because I haven't made a decision on whether or not I want to talk about where I officiate. So, I'm not going to say those schools. But there are two schools. They're kind of like out in the boondocks. Not a lot of people know where they're at, uh, unless they've been there like a million times, or they're from the town. So... Those two I use the GPS for. The rest of them, no. So, uh, yeah. Once the GPS is set, I put the phone in the phone holder. It is illegal here to uh, use the phone while driving. I believe there was a new state law that they just put in that gives you one tap of the phone or one swipe uh, on the phone. Uh, like at a time, so in reality, you can reach up and you know change change the song like you would with the radio, uh, and that's exactly what I do. I'll find if I heard a song like the day before, and I'm like, ooh, that's a good song. The day before a game, I'll say I make like a little playlist, and it's all the songs that just like they feel right. I I don't know how to explain it, but, like, if I'm listening to a song and I'm like, ooh, yeah, I'm going to listen to this tomorrow, boom, add it to the list. And I play them in the order that I found them to be on the list, like, over and over and over again. Example, I can't believe I'm going to say this and put it out there to the world. Uh, I did two games today on my way to those games. The first song was uh, Was Not Was, Walk the Dinosaur. I don't know where I heard it. I'm pretty sure I just heard something, like somebody say something about a dinosaur, and it popped into my head, and I was like, the song grooves, let's be honest, all right? But, uh, yeah, so I decided that was going to be song number one. I don't even remember what the second one was, to be honest with you. Oh, it was uh, Hip Hop Hooray. It was Hip Hop Hooray. And uh, I got to Hip Hop Hooray because we were talking about uh, Kobe Bryant. You know, real real tragic incident uh, that occurred. Uh, you know, thoughts and prayers to the family again. That's the second time I've had to say that in this episode. What has this show come to? Um, but all seriousness, you know, tragedy. Uh And I was talking to somebody about it, and we were talking about how 
I play. I used to play this game as a kid on the computer, and I remembered there was like some secret code to Kobe Bryant in the game. And we were talking about it, and when the game would start, the song was Naughty by Nature, Hip Hop Parade, and uh, it'd be like introducing Naughty by Nature. You know what I'm talking about? So, uh, yeah. So, that became song number two. And there was a third song. I don't really remember what it was. I listened to all three on repeat. So, it was Walk the Dinosaur, Hip Hop Hooray. I, I should pull up the list and let you know what the third one is. But I don't want to do that while I'm driving. So, uh, yeah. There was a third one. Two guys drag racing just flew by me. Nice. Um, so anyway, ooh, ooh. Uh, I thought thought he lost it, but he saved it. Uh, oh, they then pulled over. Shots fired. Um, not really shots fired. They're just being pulled over. <laughs> this, is, this is the quality content you get when you listen to John the Joe. And uh, his podcast, Rest in Peace, John the Joe Radio. Um, anyway, third time we've talked about this today. Actually, I take that back. The first time I said thoughts and prayers, it wasn't about death. That kid is fine. Seemed, seemed to be uh, upset. I mean, obviously, he had a lot of blood on his face, but uh, he's going to be fine. So I really shouldn't say that. I take take that back. Did not mean it in that way. So now, pregame ritual. Listen to those three songs over and over and over and over again. I get to the school. I get to the school. And uh, I grew up in a very religious family. More and more lately, I question the motives of the church. But I don't really question the beliefs portion. Like, I know what I believe, but I don't know that I believe that the church is, you know, preaching the same way I would, personally. Uh, Not saying I do or don't go to church. Not saying that I'm one religion or the other. I, I I don't really know. I've been putting a lot of thought into it lately. But still, I find that the games I pray in my pregame rituals, um, they go a lot smoother. And uh, who knows? It could be because there's somebody helping me out, looking after me, uh, because I'm praying. Or it could just be dumb luck. But the games where I get in the locker room and I take a quick second and I pray, great games. Usually get Nothing from the coaches, nothing from the fans. We're on top of everything. Have great partners. I've ne- I've never had a partner that I've thrown under the bus in a game, but there are some partners that I've worked with. Uh, some recent, but mainly at the beginning, where I was like, "What are you doing?" Um, but you can't say that out loud. You got to have their back in the game, you know. So, so you do that. Um, so I guess somebody asked me the other day, if I don't like working with an official, can I say I don't want to work with them? 
and I'm I'm pretty sure that that is the case. But if everybody said that, we'd have like really I don't want to say low level games, but like the lower level games would have some really bad officials all the time. So so we don't do that. We don't excuse me. We don't say, "Oh, he had a bad night." I don't ever want to work with him again. Who knows? It could have been a bad night, like I'm saying. Maybe he's a great official. He just had a bad night, you know. Maybe something happened during the day. We had a guy I did a game with the other day get fired from his job. He'd been there almost 35 years, and uh, they let him go. So he was having a really bad day. He hadn't said anything to his wife yet. Coach starts yip-yapping, and he gives him the bench warning, which is new. Uh, to us last year, and I think it's a great thing to utilize that bench warning, by the way, but it was just because he'd had such a bad day, and then he didn't want to hear it from coach, he really didn't, so I pulled, I pulled my partner aside, and I said, hey man, look, look, just breathe, take a half a second before you put this ball back in bounds, just pull it together, like, I don't think you're doing a bad job, but like, you know, we got to focus on this game, this game is, these kids, one game. And somebody told me that when I started officiating, and and I, I kind of live, live or die by it. I really like it. Um, I wish I remember exactly how he worded it, but it was something along the lines of uh, these kids get one game, maybe two games a week. We're doing ten. I want to make sure that their game is the best game of the season. I want to make sure that I officiate the best game for them every time because this is their game. Um, and and I, I kind of like that. I, I like the thought process behind it. You know, we all, we all miss calls. The other night, I called this foul, and immediately afterward I was like, oh, man, that was all ball. And we ended up – I ended up going – Listen, guys, that's my fault. I said to everybody, that's my fault. I got a jump ball. I got a health ball. And both kids were like, that's a good call. And, and which is great because that's good sportsmanship. And they shook hands. He was like, that was a good block. I was like, nice. So everybody agrees with me. That would have been a horrible foul call to stick with. Um, not often can you change the call like that and get away with it. But I think it was one of those calls where, I anticipated it, which is tough not to do, so I anticipated it, and I really shouldn't have called anything, and uh, I think everybody kind of realized, hey, you know, what what kind of helps with things like that is, is the players realize, you know, they're human, they, they make mistakes sometimes, uh, you know, that kind of helps a little bit, but this is all stemming off of my pregame, I somehow got to hear, so we were talking about prayer, uh, prayed pray in the pregame. That's usually, I like to change into my clothes first. If I can change into the clothes and the other official isn't there, I will stop, stand in place, and pray. Um, and say, thank you for the great games. You know, appreciate your help keeping me focused. Let, help me through this next game. Give me some patience with the coaches and the fans. Uh, High school, my understanding is high school is a lot harder to deal with the fans. They are right there on the court, where in college, there's so many of them that you can't hear what individual people are saying. 
where at high school, and especially at college, there's more staff. There's, there's more staff around to kind of help keep everybody where they need to be and make sure they're not coming out on the court to yell at people. And, like, yeah, we had this guy the other night who got taken out by the police because he came down and, like, out onto the court yelling at his kid. And uh, while he was down there, he said something to one of the officials. So that was a good time. Uh, but from what I'm told, you know, the college guys are like, college games are easy. You can't hear anybody complaining. So uh, here's a toast quick, water toast, to <laughs> to eventually doing some college games, hopefully. Woo-hoo. All right, and uh, <laughs> awkward moment where we toast on a podcast. <laughs> anyway, yeah, so that's that's my elongated pregame ritual. Now, if my partners are, I did say that I I won't, or I said I'd pray if my partner wasn't in the room. I will pray if they're in the room too, but I will not pray if they've started our pregame discussion. Uh, so, which is my next my next step. Uh, so, if if they walk in and I'm dressed and I'm in mid prayer, I'll finish the prayer, wrap it up. Hi, I'm John. Good to see you. You know, have you seen either of these teams? We'll jump right into it. But uh, yeah, if if that's not the case, if they're there, they're dressed, whatever it is, I will. I will still try to pray, but if I walk in and they're, hi, how you doing, like I am to everybody, uh, not that I don't think you should say hi to your partner, (laughs) like that's not what I'm trying to say, what I'm trying to say is after the hellos, if you start your pregame discussion, which is like, all right, what do you want to work on tonight, have you seen either of these teams, what what are their tendencies, Uh, before we even get up there to watch them. Things like that. So, you know, you have you have a quick pregame with your partner, and I told them this week I got I got chin splints wicked. So, I said to them I'm I'm looking to not work the arc as much because I fear that I won't get back in time uh, to be out of the way of a steal on a long pass. So, I'm gonna hold back unless there's nobody over there, in which case I'll come all the way out and work the arc, Uh, which, as far as I know, is a basketball thing. I don't know what other sports work the arc. Uh, I don't really know what else to call that, but I would describe it as that's when the official moves around the three-point line uh, on a two-man crew. You don't see it a whole ton with the three-man crew because everybody's got really good angles, usually. Uh, with the three-man crews. So, you know, a two-man crew, you got to work the arc a little bit because you have to watch that out of bounds on the far side uh, as that trail official. So, <coughs> I feel like there's, like, water went down the wrong pipe or something. But, uh, yeah. So, I'll say, I'll, I'll, I'll talk about anything that, you know, my partner's willing to talk about, 
you know, how's your season going? Any weird calls lately? Like, go over it. So, you know, my games last night, I had a team that I also had on Monday where I gave the head coach a technical foul for saying something derogatory. And, uh, that was something that I wanted to talk about in the pregame because every game is a new game. I'm not going into the game and going, I teed him up on Friday. He's already on, on note. He's already on notice. Like all the coaches know what they can and can't do. They know where the line is or they should, if they don't, they're going to learn really quick with me. Um, but in reality, I'll answer any question a coach or a player asks as long as it comes out the right way. Because for me, the games at this level, they're not about who's winning and who's losing. They're about learning the game so at the next level we can worry about, you know, our wins and our losses. The freshman JV teams, they're not playing in the finals at, Mo- at Mohegan here in Connecticut. They're they're not even playing in a tournament, you know, so their wins and losses, they, they don't bug me. Uh, but, you know, they do to the players. They matter to the players. I'm not trying to say that they shouldn't matter at all. I'm just saying I, I'm not I'm not worried about it. I don't look them up and say, oh, who's, who's got the higher record? Sometimes I will. And, and I don't I don't count that as part of my pregame ritual, but I'll try to find them. Uh, especially if I know I can find them on their, like, school's athletics website. But uh, most schools don't keep track of the freshman JV stuff. They'll only keep track of the varsity stuff. Um, but I'll try to try to look up some of the teams. Um, I did a lot of looking up the teams my first year, and that's when I realized middle schools don't keep track of anything. Um, you can't find them on max preps. You can't find them anywhere. Um so, yeah. That being said, I have done some middle school games. I did this middle school game last year where a kid was already going to NBA camps. He was already being looked at by teams. And, uh, you know, I didn't I didn't think he was anything special. But that being said, they were up 40 points. So he was kind of relaxed. He wasn't, like, pushing himself, you know. Uh, it wasn't a game that they probably should have been playing. Uh, but it was still a really cool thing to do, really cool thing to see, and, you know, be able to say, oh, I officiated a game he was in. Eventually, I wrote his name down. I'll be able to find out. Uh, <laughs> he's still a few years out at least, but, you know, we'll have to see. Uh, yeah, so, like I said before, that that's more or less my pregame ritual. But, you know, like I said before, send me what your pregame ritual is. Send it to John, J-O-H-N, the, T-H-E, Joe, J-O, entertainment, everybody knows how to spell the word entertainment, at gmail.com. I want to know what, what some of your interesting pregame things are. Uh, in high school, we used to go to the gym and have three-point contests before every game, home or away. We'd go to the home gym at 2 o'clock, right when school was done, we'd have a three-point contest. Uh, so that was kind of cool. Uh, got us in the mood to compete, and uh, everybody had a good time doing it. So why wouldn't we keep doing it? So that kind of became our fun little tradition. 
and uh, before any big game, not like a game where, uh, I don't know how to word this, before any big game where, like, we'd go on the road and play at a neutral site, we'd go to the Chinese buffet before the game, uh, which is kind of weird because, you know, it's like we're, we're stuffing our faces full of food until we can't move on the bus ride. But uh, most of us would then nap on the bus ride there, which a lot of coaches say isn't a good thing. But uh, I think I think I noticed that I was a stronger competitor when I slept on the bus. And sometimes that might not have been the case. But uh, for the most part, I feel like our team played better when, you know, half of us were passed out from – Chinese overload. So, uh, yeah, let me know what your pregame rituals are, things of the sort. Uh, this actually lost, lasted a lot longer than I than I thought. Uh, I I did tell a couple of stories in there, some weird stories, but like basketball officials will appreciate those. I'm gonna see, I'm gonna see what I can do about getting some people together. And maybe we'll start up another podcast by officials for officials and, uh, you know, see what we got. Maybe there's other podcasts like that out there and I need to do some research. But, you know, it might be a good way to, uh, you know, promote young officiating. So I think I'm going to talk to the, to my board and see what we can do about it. Um, yeah. So that's going to be the show for today. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed listening. You got something. I hope you got something out of something I said today. Uh, you know, shout out to, uh, I don't know. I don't have a shout out today. Uh, maybe I'll try to add one to the end of podcast because that's just where my brain went now. Uh, make sure you subscribe so you can hear my rambling uh, again in the future. I don't know if subscribing is a thing on Anchor, but you can go find me on YouTube. You can subscribe there. I don't really post my podcasts on YouTube, but maybe I should post some from time to time. If uh, maybe something, maybe if something interesting happens, I'll post it up there, and we'll see about it. Uh, but you know, uh, I think that's going to be it for me today. Uh, hope you enjoyed listening, and uh, come back. We'll talk about officiating again, maybe. Uh, this is John the Joe signing off.